You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But you got a lot of guys under him. Yeah, so after that. Trey Murphy's good. Bones Howland is good. <clears throat> yeah. Your boy. Uh, Singoon. Singoon is good. Come on, man. Your boy from uh, no Thunder, that was this year. But, yeah, come on, man. Like, stop. Like he's, he Cam maybe, Thomas was Maybe he's just not good, bro. Like, and I'm fine with saying it. The number 30, Santi Aldama. You know, so. all drafted after Zaire. Herb Jones, thirty-five, and your boy, what's the little red dude, kid Ray looking dude, from New Orleans? Um, Alvarado. Oh yeah, was he was undrafted? He, yeah, undrafted. It's all right. Not I mean, babysitting Zaire. It's Zaire. just, it's just, a, it's one miss. It's not the end of the world, you know. But that's why I'm saying, like, if we're gonna have this conversation about Bronny at ten, you could do a lot worse. If oh. if that is it how we get back to this one. Yeah, like yeah. you could, you could just, you know. Like, hey. I'm sorry, man. I have zero faith in it. And it's fine. Like, whatever. You know? It's not like it's going to change the trajectory mm-hmm. of the front. Like, they they still, I think, because this gets lost. It's been so long. But it cleared the way for Ja to take that next step, right? Because you didn't have Jonas clogging the lane mm-hmm. and demanding the ball. So it still was a net positive, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, but and there's you a good a chance you did not take the right guy. There's a chance. Oh, for there's, sure. That, I, I mean, that's I not great. agree with you 100% on that. I just um, think you guys are too early to write him off. They probably like maybe. he was on the proper trajectory until this season. Then you had the injury issues. You liked what you saw in the summer league coming off of last season. Again, this is twenty-one year old now. hadn't played much basketball, college, everything else. Mm. It's fine to write him off if you want to. I'm just saying. I'm cool with being. I, I hope I'm wrong, man. Because if yeah. I'm wrong, I mean no. he's a, he's a hell of a player. He's a six nine. Well, wing. What I don't think is he he's good. and what clearly has changed in that front office is he is not Dylan Brooks' replacement. Mm. And at one point, you were hoping for that. That's different. And he looked now. like he had now, all the tools. Now to you be have to go, go yep. get somebody, right, to do mm-hmm. that. OG, Mikael, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's what we've learned is he ain't ready to replace Dylan Brooks. There were people saying that he looks like he could be a Mikael Bridges type. Like that was stuff that was coming out. That Nobody said that. It, I did hear people say I, that. Who said that? But he's terrible. They need to have their credentials. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like mentally weak dudes, like that's an NBA skill to me. Like if you're just saying, if you're not mentally tough, you're just not that good, man. Like, how many guys on this team are mentally tough? It ain't many. Uh, it just sound like you got them in a single hand there. You don't have more than five. Doesn't sound J- like to ja, me. Ja, Bain. Are we putting Dylan in there? Yeah, yeah. Dylan's the toughest dude. Dylan, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Jaron ain't there yet. He's getting there. Uh, Roddy, maybe? Roddy's tough. Okay, that's five. Uh, I'm trying to know. I mean, look, I tell you, Ty's struggling, but I do think he's tough mentally. Oh, he's tough mentally. Yeah. So that's six, you know? I mean, they do have some guys on the roster. Just be ready to hoop, man. And Zaire is clearly not ready to hoop. Like, bro, if you're ready to hoop, you're gonna be in. You're gonna be in South Haven murdering yep. dudes, bro. And that's been discouraging. He looks like just a dude to play for the hustle. Like, that, that, come on, that's man. That's the biggest problem. Like, what are you talking about? And that's why they pulled him back. Like, ooh, Jesus, we, we 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 might be making a move here at the deadline. Hey, when, his, when his shoes turn red, man, you know he's sorry. So just just keep a look at the shoes when he plays for the hustle. We got we're on shoe watch. <laughs> <laughs> we're on shoe watch, baby. Uh, for Zaire Williams, I tell you what, man. Find you somebody that defends you like Jason Smith. Man, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. I'm, That's I'm, the problem. I'm, I'm Geno right Smith today. Go. Y'all love right now. <laughs> folks play for the Tigers and the Grizzlies. Smith got mad at me and everything, man.
No, I ain't mad at I you. I know you know you ain't, brother. We brothers for real. Yeah, I, I just want somebody like, you know, my wife is like, she's going to add to it. You know, she's going to add to the people that are, you know, fighting me. You know, you are like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's 21 years old. I know he's sorry, but he did average eight games, <laughs> no, eight all, points a all, game. We don't need all three be sitting here rubbing each other's butts <laughs> and agreeing on everything either. So I think it was a fine so, conversation. But, you, but, but you, the problem is you holding the, the, the losing ticket. That's I mean, you got the Zaire ticket, man. That's all right. I'm going to hold out hope for Zaire because of y'all haters. Y'all making me going to pull for him a little bit more. That's cool, man. I hope Y'all I'm wrong. Him off. But you agree as a fan, I want to be wrong. Zaire ain't wrote back yet. You're yeah. gonna, you ain't heard the last of him. Yeah. <laughs> he might be good for somebody else. Like that's like that's the, hey, that's what that looks like. Love me like uh, white media love uh, Jokic. Jokic. This man, Jason here. loves Jokic. Man, he he's cold as hell. I but, came but, into the season saying we're to, not giving him a third straight MVP, what happened much to, to your point. What happened to that, voters fatigue? That's all I'm asking y'all. What happened to voters fatigue? Why are we talking about giving this dude MVP three years in a row? And you acting like he hadn't had a great season that could pull folks from the voters fatigue thing. That man it. has. It's been a, this, and they're running away with the West? I understand That's why. That's all I got for you. That's it. Then I heard one dude talking like, is he... He would not. He would not be winning it again if they were second in the West. I hear a dude talking like if he wins 100%. the championship, I'm with you. But they're that. first. Where they are, and, and they're and, away and with they're it. yeah, like they're gonna be ten games up. What's the third or fourth? a dude on Twitter like said if if Jokic wins the championship, do we start talking about top five all time? I'm like, what in the what in the world planning them on, bro? Like top five all time for real? And he ain't never made it out the second round. But we're talking about if he wins the championship. Come on, man. Anyway, yeah, I don't know about all that. Anyway, he's, I, mean, I, need, I need more time needed. Best but. passing big man we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's extremely cold, bro. Like, yeah. he's something we've never seen before. Matrix. Yeah. Uh, he is Anthony Saint. Follow him on Twitter Appreciate at Santa Sign. Oh, yeah. Listen to him on Grind Season uh, on the Odyssey family of podcasts. We'll come back with the rundown. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. But then here he comes, Mag McClung. That's the thing. He's white. He's white. <laughs> he's white. What do you think, Texas Arcadia? The music is really perfect, bro. And then, like, the build up. Because everybody was thinking the same thing, bro. And they know who he is now. The Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. All the names, all the games, and a legacy of sports in Memphis. This is 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. The NBA is back, and the BetQL model loves a play in a big Western Conference matchup. The Kings are visiting the Clippers in L.A., and this puts the best offensive team in the NBA up against a solid defense. Sacramento scores nearly 120 a night, tops in the league. The Kings are 6-1 to the over in their last seven, and the BetQL model thinks it will be seven and one after tonight. Today's BetQL five-star play of the day in the NBA is to take the over between the Clippers and the King. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The rundown with the big Biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All righty. Memphis basketball goes on the road at Wichita State. And after a first half in which James Rojas scored 19, Memphis. He was traveling. He was traveling. Man, I was listening to Wolo. And Wolo was, he was dead. Man, Wolo, he's getting away with it every time. I don't believe he scored in the second half. The coaches were talking to the refs about that, I believe, at halftime. Like, you, this guy's traveling, y'all aren't calling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was killing for uh, Wichita State there in uh, in the first half. And then Memphis adjusted like they do. Uh, and uh, now they have officially clinched a first round bye. Man, 
This dude's good at what he does. Oh, no, I used to be the beat writer. I stay on top of things, as you know. We expected that, John. We did. 21-7 overall. 11-4 now in the AAC. This is, of course, without Keontae Kennedy. A couple things I guess you could you could take away from this game. One, um, you know, that's not an easy win um, to get. I mean, that's a, that's a road environment, uh, a team that you have owned. I believe now that's seven in a row. That Memphis has won over Wichita State, so Penny owns the Shockers. Yeah, um, I think at least he's eight one, and one in versus him in his coaching career. And I think one of those was at least Greg Marshall, right? Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. He beat Greg. Okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wondering if it was two. Maybe two. Maybe eight two. and one. Yeah. Um, so that that complete ownership of the Wichita State Shockers, and you're going to their place. They know that, and you still are able to. You know, get the win comfortably and cover. You know, that's just a, a I think a, a a statement of how decisive it was. Memphis closes two point favorite. Um, so I think that's the first thing is that you shouldn't take for granted the degree of difficulty. And even though Wichita State is not the typical, I mean, you see teams go on the road and lose all the time in college basketball. You know, I mean, Indiana's ranked. They go into Michigan State unranked. They lose the game. They lose by double digits. I mean, you just—that's just one example. Penny beat him first two times he played him. How about that? Yep, there How you about go. That? Greg Marshall. You know, you just should not take a road win for granted in college basketball, even if it's against a team that you may perceive as down or bad, whatever. It's still a home game, and you still went in there and, and got the job done. So that's the first thing. Secondly, um, I, I thought Kendrick Davis looked fine. You know, I mean, obviously you can tell it's bothered him a little bit, but in terms of there was a there was a play there where he goes. You know, fast break. He probably he smokes the layup on the foul, and that's probably where he's talking about. Like, I can I can tell I'm not myself 100, percent but mm-hmm. still was able to get up and down the court, outrun everybody, and and draw the foul and gets the free throw line and makes both. So, thought Kendrick looked fine, and you got to think that only gets better with time. Uh, and then thirdly, and it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a more of a long term point as opposed to something that applies to this season. But Johnny Lawson last night was massive. Uh, had to hit that three at the, at the top of the key to kind of seal it and put it away for Memphis put there. Five, yeah. yeah, and, you know, look, he's going to be an important part of next season because he's going to be a redshirt junior, or redshirt sophomore, excuse me. He'll be a redshirt sophomore, but a junior in terms of time that he's spent on campus. They need vets on that team next year, and although he will technically be an underclassman, He's really a, an upperclassman because of the time that he spent in the program practicing all those things, learning habits, all of that. Mm-hmm. They need him to be um, to be a good part of that team. And I think with the, the Keontae Kennedy injury, it's unfortunate maybe for this team because he's been sort of your most reliable outside shooter. But it does clear the way for Johnny to get real minutes here um, and real reps that could translate into something quite meaningful uh, next season. You know, it's a it's going to be one of the youngest teams in the country because I assume you're losing DeAndre Williams. I mean, could he come back? Man, I don't know. I don't know what this, the the deal is there with his eligibility. But I assume you're going to be one of the youngest teams before, of course, Penny does his work in the portal. Right. But but this is one that you have right here. This is one that you have right here. It's yeah, a Memphis kid. Love to see it. And 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 I feel like you know he's showing some things that he can be and do. Um, pretty good ball handler. I think he can be a uh, reliable shooter when he gets those chances. So I think that's something that you can actually that's – a, that's, a, 
that's a positive to take out of the Keontae Kennedy injury. I feel like Johnny is probably going to be the biggest beneficiary there. Maybe. Demario Franklin as well. Yeah. He had 12 last night. It's the second game he scored in double figures, and the 12 was a season high. My, I made this point to Jeff. You're, you're seeing those, these transfer guys. It took Elijah McCadden and Keontae Kennedy a while to get settled in to Penny's offense and find out what their role was. You have to remember what they're coming from is certainly a more important role. You're asking them to play – lower in a pecking order here, and it took them some time to get comfortable. Now, hopefully, at a time you're losing Keontae Kennedy, Demaria Franklin and Jonathan Lawson both are falling into that position where they're both comfortable enough that they can come in and do what they did. I think you got 35 points off the bench last night. 12 of those from Demaria, 9 of those from the guy you mentioned, Johnny Money. Uh, Malcolm even gave you 7, but that's the point is – uh, they've had guys down, Kendrick Davis out, whatever else. Elijah McCadden, you know, last night doesn't give you much offensively, and other guys are stepping up. It, it took a while for some of these new guys, and we know Demario already had the late start. Mm-hmm. Hopefully for Memphis, here's a guy who's, with Keontae Kennedy down, is helping you maybe give you a chance against Houston with a couple of shots because you're going to need that. Yep. It, what we've seen, it can't just be Kendrick and DeAndre. They've got to have a third or fourth guy that's consistently contributing, and it's been a different one, it feels like, from game to game, um, but they're having those guys step up. Like I said, offensively, this is so much different than what we've seen, just in terms of the efficiency. They're, they're what, 35th in the country in, in offense? That's yep. That's as good as we've seen it, I'm yeah. pretty sure, under Penny through the five years. And so that's what you feel good about. And, again, in a time you could have stalled out last night on the road, quad two, you know, tough, usually tough environment. Oh, they find a way to they find a way to win it. With you know, Kendrick Davis not having the best game. I'm with you. He's a leader. What do you go from the field? Six of thirteen no, no, no. Uh, so yeah, six of fourteen. So then you still find a way to win. Yeah, I mean, and it I gets think to the line late again, like he needs to. You just you just can't I think overstate the importance of going on the road and winning college basketball. I mean who was it? Was it uh was it Boston College who beat Virginia the other night? I think so. Yeah, at home, right? 48-63. to 63. Virginia's a top-10 team, top-5 team. And they lost by 15 to a sub-500 Boston College ba- basketball team. So I just think you can't overstate how, A, hard it is, but, B, how when you can get them. I mean, and Memphis has done this. They went to Temple, won the game. They went to Cincy, won the game. They went to uh, Wichita State last night and won the game. Like those are important freaking wins, man. Well, after a what was it a one and three or one and four start on the road? Yeah, yeah. yeah you've you've become what's a team that can you beat Vandy at Vandy. You beat Auburn in a neutral site, but it was really I mean it's Atlanta, so that's basically Auburn as far as I'm concerned. You know, you really should have beaten UCF. You had a ten point lead with three minutes or four minutes or whatever it was. Um, <clears throat> You know, you should have beaten them, but it doesn't, doesn't count. But. Dude, Tulane, UCF, and Seton Hall, all of them. Yeah. When, where would you be? Yeah, no question. Yeah, you're talking about 24 and 4. Yeah. I mean, it really and is all crazy. all those were, should have been wins. I mean, so Seton Tulane Hall, for here. sure. Yeah. T- Tulane a big here. man taking a three off the, off the backboard. I, I bet you that dude does not have a three cents. I bet you you're right. He didn't want to take that shot. Right. He was stuck taking it. Crazy. So that wasn't nothing but luck. But my point is this could easily be. You know, twenty four and and four, and and the only question would really be, you know, what seat, right? So, which is kind of what we were, what the goal was this off season. Yeah, uh, but a, but we're a really nice win, a really nice win for Memphis yesterday on the road at Wichita State, uh, and now they will be back in action in a game that I'm really excited to be a part of. 
uh, as you know, I'm going to be singing the national anthem uh, in that game, Jason, before just to mm, that just was a lie. set the vibes, you know what I'm saying? But reinforcements on the way, you know, Keontae oh, Kenny out. Say. Riley Martin in. Yeah. Tigers undefeated with her. Can you see? No, you don't want to do that. I'm going to sing the uh, other one. I'm, I'm going to sing uh, the other anthem. No, you're not. Can I sing Oh Canada? Do we have a Canadian in the building? That's actually, it's a decent song. You'll screw that up as well. Oh, Canada? Yeah. Oh, Canada. You kind of have a little have a, have a little soul to sing it. I don't know if you got that. Huh? You have to have a little soul in there. Definitely want some vibrato in there. Canadians? Yeah. Have, have soul? soul? That song has soul. Canadians. That song's pretty good. Oh, Canada? Yeah. What's the Just lyrics? the start of it right there. Oh, let me. Our, our something, our free. Uh, Free in the land. All right, give me your best, O Canada. I'm not just the doing, one line. I, I'm not the one line. I'm not that guy, dude. I'm not doing that for you. I don't so, come on here to sing and dance so gonna, for you, fool. So you're gonna disrespect Canada, all Canadians everywhere, an ally of ours to the north. Are you gonna hold up Riley? Can't hold that yes. big baby up anymore. Can well, you? No, dude. She is Riley crazy. weigh about 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah, we set the move for you. Come on, man. I don't know the words. Oh, Did Canada, you just hear that's me the word. That? That's two words. Ready? Here we go. As in, it's already started. Oh, you yeah. should have already been singing. What? No, that's no what, this is the interlude. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Jason, here we go. Oh, Canada. Wow. Wow. Bro, I think I a uh, bro, I think a picture frame just fell off Holy all of that. That's good. The baritone. You I, have a hell of a voice. I broke y'all speakers like Scotty Pippen. It's got bass in it. Glowing hearts, we see the rise. Bro, that yeah, made it was like an earthquake came through Memphis. With it, that. Is, it was it, the big one. It's powerful. I mean, that thing, you could feel the radio Damn, station just shattered uh, some Lamar's window sh- it t- shields t- going I mean, out. towers falling all around Memphis with that one. So, yes. Scotty's got the deepest voice, though. Oh, yeah. But I think you're in the conversation now. Man, locally. Locally. In if you need somebody to do what, 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 baritone, that's your thing? Yeah, Old Man River. It, oh. Yeah. Now, that one. Now, you're stunting now, on us now. Now, I like to do that one in the shower a little bit. Again, don't know all the words, but I like to, I like to try to get that low. Somebody. Who, who, so, was, the, the, who was the legend that used to sing that down song Down at the year? Memphis in yes, May. My Memphis wife talks May. about it every and he year. Passed away. What's the dude? And he, is fa- he was yes, legendary. Yes, he was famous. And he uh, would get Memphis to sing a brother. He was, a, a bro- he was just an Man icon. River. That was an inspiring rendition. Um. He, he was a legend around here. Exactly, How Brad. We're thinking about the exact same guy, and I, I feel ashamed that I don't remember his name either. And they brought him out every, every year, year yeah. to we'd, do we'd it. We'd look like, forward to it. It was a Down staple. Down at Tom Lee, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was a staple. We, and we're we going to have people tweeting at us left and right because we're, we're, it's just. Well, they know. That's what's so great about our listeners. Gum. They're, they're going to throw it right How at us. Why forget that? Old Man River. Who was that brother? And I'm not seeing it pop up on my Google searches Me either. either. It's t- James Hyder? James Hyder is correct. I think that's it. H y t e r. I don't know if I think I'm pronouncing yeah, that correctly. Yeah, yeah. He was a stud. Yeah, he was. I mean, that, people raved he about everything. Yes. Not every year. I don't year, know the words. Every year but down dude, in Dude, I mean, you're just you're 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 just uh, you're doing doing a little too much now. Jason, just, that was a Memphis. That's a Memphis staple. Well, like, yeah, that's John Jason's needs voice. to know that. 
Jason's no, there's well, the Old Man River. Hider. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like right now, you're just like you're 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 like stunting on me. You're like celebrating and gallivanting into the end zone with the. With now you're doing Old Man River on me. You the one who came on here singing, made the whole segment about singing and how which song, which national anthem you were gonna sing. Well, I was just making a joke, man. And then you gonna come out here and you're doing the Don't Dirty get, Bird in the end zone. Well, you get you, you get upstage a little bit. Don't get a little jealous. Of the, the natural Are talent. you available for booking? I was identified in middle school as the deepest voice in town. Uh huh. Yeah. He said you have the de- Mr. Hamilton. It snowed. I was talking to there was a there was the a guy at uh, there was a guy at uh, Tops yesterday, and he said, "Man, I listen to you guys every day, but I couldn't listen to you today because I had my granddaughter with me and she was napping." I said, "I don't understand. I mean, my partner has the most soothing voice in all the Mid South." Like here we go. Like th- that. Like if you need a nap, he's gonna he's gonna humble me and put me up. I'm just saying you could do like a audible smoke. You could do like a good night moon reading. You've told me that before, John. <laughs> good night moon. Should we do a closing uh, kids like ver- thing, like a verse yeah. you're saying? Good night. Yeah. Good night. Put you right to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Good night. Uh, what 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 book does my? I, I've I've said this before, but my daughter now is at a point where she will before bed she throw. Uh-huh. I have to read five books, five of them. Like she'll she'll I read one. Then she brings me the other. Okay, we're done with that one. So she brings me the other. Wow, love it. Yeah, it's like she just she just demands. You'll never regret that literature. Time. Okay, demands it, and and I, and I appreciate her selection. That's a good thing. You know, she loves uh she loves Elmo, Elmo the Elmo book, and then we have this really awesome book about all the great women, and like it's like an ABC of of influential women. You know, Beyonce is one of them, and and you know. Um, Harry Tubman is the H, and it's like you just go through all of like you know Amelia Earhart, all that. Yeah, awesome. She loves that book, you know. But it's just like at some point, can you enough. go to sleep? She's insightful, right? Can you go to sleep? I realize that it's fun, but I feel like if I had maybe your the depth and the tones, the dulcet tones mm-hmm. of your voice, maybe I'd put her to sleep a little bit more successfully. But as it as it were, so gotta go through five books, please, Mister Panda. I do not like donuts. You sound like a little resentful. Maybe you and no, the wife. No, it's just can, a lot, bro. Maybe it's you and the wife can split it up a, a little bit. Some yeah, of them books, man. Of I'm like, off. I'm like, I feel like y'all, you know, some of these authors are kind of sick individuals because they make some of these books very long, and they know when these books are being read. You know, the book need not be more than ten pages, in my opinion. You know. Well, you need to explain to Riley. It's a night night story. Well, they are not night night stories, uh, bro. So it will because clearly you're stressed out about your workload here. Yeah, well, so my, my, make it clear to her. It's it's not a nighttime story, bro. It's a nighttime saga. All right, with my kid. God you, bless her. She's got a big old brain, man. She, big baby, she wants big brain. The it's a sponge. She could everything you throw at her. Yeah, more, more, more. Yeah, so, so that's a good sign. Did you? I mean, I'm assuming you did that back in the day, right? You were reading all those books. I didn't have the strength just, to read, read more the than one book. Articles I, I wouldn't read more than one book to him. That's for sure. Yeah. That's it. I'm just not going to go beyond my <laughs> parental obligation. It's, it's hard, though, when the kid hands you another one, and you're like, yeah, all yeah, right. You have, you have an issue. I do. I, this kid just demands to be read to at all times. But it's a good issue. That's a good problem to have. Well, Tigers uh, Tigers move on. Next game Sunday, perhaps, depending on who you believe, a chance to uh, win and end your way into the NCAA tournament should be a good one. I believe that's at Noon or one? I don't know. It's one of the two. Just show up whenever. I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, that was real. real Next well. story. Nice detail there from Good you. dismount. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss. Brad, what's happened to that brother that was the coach down at Ole Miss? That brother gone. Kermit Davis gone. And they did not wait, did they, John? No, they did not. They did not. <laughs> they, they said, get out of here. 
Uh, they have fired, Ole Miss has, Kermit Davis with just over a week left in the regular season. I could read you what Keith Carter said, but you don't need to hear it. It's just a thank you to Coach Davis. You're not good enough. Uh, when Case is going to serve as the acting head coach for the rest of the season, and here's where the fun starts. It's like, okay, they're firing him before the end of the year. Who are they trying to get out ahead on in terms of trying to find their next head guy? Clearly they said, they're you know, be proactive here. We want to get out ahead. Who's the guy that they want so much that they were, you know, willing to not wait a few more games to give Kermit Davis the pink slip? Isn't it pretty obvious? Is it Chris Beard? Is it pretty obvious? Pretty obvious. Because they know that Chris Beard is going to have opportunities. Good. So that's the answer I was looking for. Now let me ask you this. When they hire him, Mm -hmm. is there going to be backlash from Ole Miss folks? Will there be backlash Ole Miss folks? No. National College basketball analysts? Yeah. There'll be backlash from National College basketball. Basketball analysts like Jeff Goodman, who have said they expect him to be back in coaching just at what level? Not Jeff Goodman. I thought, no, we had him on last Friday, and I thought his thing was he'll be back, but depends on what level. Well, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be the job that people get up in arms about. It's not that good of a job. I mean, it's an SEC job, but it's not a good job. It's not a job that people, like, aspire to have. But that's isn't that the point for a guy that's got a – well, yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go, go back down. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go play. You know, uh, Alabama and Auburn and you know whatever you think Kentucky is. I mean, it's in, no. But but my saying is he's not getting one of the best jobs in the country. That's the point. You're right. going down. Oh yeah, no, he's dropping down, down the rung significantly. And, and the question is, does he have to go lower than Ole Miss, or is this it? Is this, no, he will not. Is have this to go as far as he falls? Yes. Ole Miss. Yeah. Yes. And now you both you guys think Ole Miss is a premier job. You guys think Ole Miss is one of the, uh, uh, you know that's silly sleeping giants. No, you're you're exactly. I thought Kermit Davis would be good at that job. That was one where you it did just, too. Yeah, no, I mean, that's all a strange one. Yeah, because yeah. he killed it at MTSU. And no, it's not. A, it's not a great job. It's tough in the SEC. In the SEC, it was a raise for Kermit, so that's why he went. But that said, like we were arguing, what was wasn't it us earlier this week? You were saying Wichita State. Mm-hmm. But that job's not open yet, so there's no choice it's to be, be made. open. Hmm? It's going to be open, John. It should. You and I both know that. It should. He's going to have some options. Isaac Brown's handshake last night was about a, a, a millisecond with Penny. That man could not wait to get up out the building. Wait, eight and one, the program against Penny. I mean, damn. Like, you know, it's, I, don't normally he, though, I don't think he's ever beaten him then. I don't think the, so. The, the one loss must be to Greg. I don't think so. There was, I, I don't think it was ever Isaac Brown. Huh? Yeah. And that, that one's got to go in your L category as well. we we got to put that one in there with Zaire. So if you're Ole Miss, it's going to be him over a Grant McCaslin or exactly. Dusty May. Exactly. Your boy Dusty May over at FAU. Yep. And uh, Grant McCaslin, I mean, I, I, I told you guys, you guys are not prepared for that experience. Look up what they did last night against Charlotte. Look no, up that you, score. You, you've told us they play a slow pace. Isn't, Bro, isn't look that up, what it is? Brad, tell me what the score was of the Charlotte-North Texas game last night. Well, you better hope he leaves. Oh, otherwise, they're going to be doing this to you next season. What was the score of that Charlotte game last night? 55-49. to 49. Fifty-five to forty-nine, bro. Oh boy, <laughs> their, their average possession length is three hundred sixty-third slowest in the country. That's and you. Here's a. That's why nobody wants him in a bigger league. It's not exciting because it's not a product that is going to get people to the games. You mm. know, it's like gross. Mm. And, and it may win and it may be successful. But I mean, they scored 80 on UTEP, 72 on LaTeX. I'm just looking at their previous but games. Yeah, but it's not always they, 55. Yeah, but that's the way they want to play. They though. do play slow. Though, that's the way they want to do it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, if they shoot 65, percent they can score 80. But no, I mean, I, I mean, you're going to get people more excited about Chris Beard than you are. 
McCaslin easily. Not even a you don't even have to me. put a press release out. It'll the excitement itself. Right, because you know, at least in this case, the you know, for Chris Beard, that was the alleged assault on one person. Under Grant McCaslin, that product would be assault on everyone in attendance. All the eyeballs. Yeah, like that would be assault on many, many people who are unfortunately watching that product in person. So, but that's, that's why a, you do it, right? That's why you you fire Kermit early. I think that's, you, that's trying to get be out it. ahead of stuff. Yeah, because you're, you're ahead you, of the other teams, the, the other programs. You want to get a deal. You want to get a deal done. You want to say, Chris, we we believe in you. We want to be out there in front. We fired Kermit because we believe. You know, we we want to show you right now and be out there on the front end. Well, tell you're me, our guy. Tell, I, I like that. But tell me what you're going to say to the question about. Okay, how concerned are you all? We realize no charges. The charges. The were same dropped, thing Bama but, said about Brandon Miller. Which is that but, he was not criminally charged. Those charges were dropped, and so you know we're going to roll with what the the criminal justice system says. But, but same thing. But Brandon Miller is not involved in the police report directly. No, we you're see, right. And the cameras all say you're right. No, there's, there's no charges should have been filed. We know from the police report. And then you can say, listen, that, that Chris has spent the last three months. Uh, you're going to have to spend some time yeah, on that. Is yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah, we 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 had a but, long conversation with Chris about you know safety and treatment and and everything like that, and and we are confident that he has learned from this les- this this incident, and, and he'll come out and say the same thing. We're ready for him to lead Ole Miss basketball, and, and I think he'll be pretty much past it. A hundred percent. Just because, again, when those charges are dropped and you don't have that on your record, it just seems like folks, especially for a you know college basketball coach as highly thought of as him, yeah, you know, you figured about it pretty quick. Because look, here's the deal: if Memphis's job in an alternate universe was coming open, would we not be saying go get Chris Beard? Of course we would. Like, what are we t- what are we talking about? You know, like you're always willing to forgive whatever you're willing to forgive. It's especially because the charges didn't stick. A lot easier when those charges well, we, got but, dropped. I mean, yeah. we know it happened because right. there were, you know, in the police. We know why the charges. Yeah, exactly right. No, it's totally true. It's totally true. It's it's totally true. But I mean, he's not being prosecuted. No, you're right. You know, sometimes like, that's what's going to get him back quicker. Well, right. Maybe it, at I a mean, level as high as old man. Aren't there situations where a victim wants to drop the charges, but you know, DA says I no? Thought that's what we talked about to start. Yeah. That's why I thought he, we we thought he was in hot water, yeah. no matter if she wanted to drop him or not. Right. But clearly, that's not the case here. No, they, they needed her. So I mean, look, if if I, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's smart by Ole Miss. I do. I think it's you know, it's it's pretty. Shrewd. Why did Herman not work out? It's a good question, man, because he recruited at a pretty recruited good level. Well enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think Morrell had. Who's the other five star kid that he had? At, uh, the guard. Yeah, Ruffin. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was just talking about recruiting in terms of guys yeah. they've got. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's a lot. A lot of times, what you see is that it's it's probably no different than football, right? When you jump up a level, mm-hmm. it's tough. You know, I mean, either it's it, you're not quite ready for the, and Ole Miss resources aren't great for basketball. You know, Lane doesn't let much get out of the football budget. Maybe he's a four star. And like Ole Miss, like who's it? Like is is it Sean Tui? I mean, is that the only booster down there that cares? Yeah, four. Sean was a four star. I probably put him a little too high. He's still a good player, though. Oh, he was. Um, yeah, like you don't have that. Uh, I mean, Ole Miss tried to get Penny back in the day, right? Remember that? Yeah. Is it when they were trying to hire when they when they ultimately did hire Kermit? I'm assuming, right? That was five years ago, so I'm assuming that was the time. Mm-hmm. So they did try to get Penny down there. Um, they have a little bit of ambition, but I mean, yeah, I think this is probably a move to try to get Chris Beard, and it, it makes sense because you want to just sign him up, get a contract signed. Not that we. Not that Chris Beard won't go back on a contract, as we know, right? <laughs> oh, very quickly. If something else opens up, he might bump yeah. on. But I think it's smart to try to get it done. That really hurts, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> it's smart to try to get it done now, though, because he, he doesn't have any offers. I yet. think you want to get in early on this project. Yeah. You want to be the first. You want to hire him. You do the reclamation he's, he's and get her done. He's going to have yep. offers. And then he'll get more. Well, he'll get more money, too, as he builds that thing at Ole Miss. And he'll do well at Ole Miss. Make no mistake. He's. I think he's the best coach in America, and I've said that before on this show, and I don't condone what he did because I, I didn't mean to step in here, but I'm passionate because you brought up the UNLV debacle. And it's like, uh, I, I think he'll, pardon the expression, he'll kill it at uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, no, I think, uh, well, he didn't kill anybody. No, no one doesn't bother no. me. Now, if you'd said, you'd like, if you, like, like, if, like if, if, you, if you just had something like, he's, he's going gonna, to he's beat gonna, the other team. Like I, mean, I what else can I, I'm not, I'm, I don't like, want to, I'm sorry. Like, no, you don't want to say not, things like, I don't want to do this. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's move along. Like, you don't want, like, Mississippi State, Camel Clutch. How do y'all think he will do? I mean, we're going to play that team. Well, John thinks the SEC is. I think it's a good job. One of the best leagues in the country. I think you're destined. In football, it is certainly. Got a brand new arena. Yeah, I mean, I, look, the Ole Miss job stinks, okay? I mean, with the arena and everything, it's a bad job, but it pays. So that's why it's attractive. It pays what? What does Kermit make? Probably like two and a half. I mean, they'd pay Chris three, three and a half. I mean, I think that's probably true. Um, and he would take them to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two and a half is exactly what he made. Oh, that's what he made in, when he got hired in 2018. So he's up to, it looks like, 2.75. Is what he's, he was making as of 2021. So they could certainly go up to three and a half. I think we could. I think we should. You know, um, NATO's going to keep putting out. You know, top teams in the SEC going forward. Yeah, NATO brings the heat, man. So that's that's. I'm just I'm just looking at teams that Chris Beard would be worried yeah, about. I mean, programs that he would be worried say, about like, getting past. I will say that the SEC. You know, we're about Kentucky. You see what right. Tennessee kind of is. It's crazy to say that. It's crazy to say that, but it's true. Like Kentucky is not the existential threat. That Maybe it used Texas A and M. We should push them well, up. Texas is coming, right? So we keep forgetting about that. Texas is coming. So that's going to be a team you have to worry about in the SEC. Now. Yeah. Oklahoma less so. Yeah. Um, but Texas is a team now that's going to contend for the top of the league. Um, a and M's going to be there with Buzz. Saying old Chris Beard, old Tennessee, Miss, he can have less and still be as good as some of those. Florida, Florida's shaky, right? Yes, Florida that that helps. Um, who else? Am I forgetting anybody? Auburn with Bruce Pearl probably is always going to be in the conversation, but you're not like shaking in your boots about them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think. Uh, I think if you're Chris Beard, you should feel good about it. You shouldn't really care about the quality of the job before you got there because you know you can sort of build your own thing. The thing is that you can go there and overachieve and then go get your next job. Right. It's perfect for him in that sense. Yeah, it's a short-term situation. You know, you go to Ole Miss for a little while, you overachieve, he's off to the next, you know, real destination maybe. Maybe he's right back at one of the premier spots. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. Um but I, I mean, I, I think that's why it's happening. I think that's that that explains the timing. Not mm-hmm. even waiting until the end of the season. Well, because you don't. You, I don't think you need to. You know, fire Kermit Davis early to go get Rick Pitino. Well, yeah, and Rick Pitino is not living there. I mean, he's not going to live in Mississippi. He's already sort of. He he told somebody he's not living in thirty of the fifty states in the union. Now this is before we secede. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Marjorie Taylor Greene has her wish, we need Pitino at UCF. Or, Forget USF. Okay. Well, but you, 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 see, you did you see UCF lost twice to USF? But UCF's this year? leaving the league though, bro. That ain't gonna help us. Oh, you're right. No, that was. That, I, I mean, you got to put I, your I totally realignment forgot. hat back on. No, I mean, it, we it now we need him. At, we need him at USF. No, you're right. That's why we have placed <laughs> him at USF. Yeah, but we yeah. also placed Frank Haith there, so we're gonna have to tell give him the bad news. It's just a sign of how bad the conference is gonna be. That I'm. Oh, it's here. terrible. Grabbing straws. Trying to fix it. Hoping some fun. Yeah. 
Who who can we get to Tulane to place? Bro, Mike Oresco don't even do decent. interviews anymore. He's like, I don't even care. I don't, can't even fight this fight no more. You said North Texas is gar- sorry to watch. They are coming in. I mean, they, dude. I mean, I'm I'm pretty Lord sure Rice ain't got nothing. Southwind outscored them last week. We're gonna be so dependent on Andy Kennedy. I mean, yeah, Andy Kennedy is probably gonna be among the best in the league. Yeah, and then Temple, if you like, want to really have that discussion, you need Aaron McKee and Temple to. Oh, if he has a bad year next year, he's up out of there. Yeah, no, like they've true. had pretty good. This one's been good. You need Temple to get back still to still not a tournament. Fran Dunphy days. Right. Um, whew, that's about it, man. That's about it. But well, yeah, so long the Kermit thought it was going to go out, go a little better than that. Hopefully, my man Matthew Morrell still making it to the NBA out of out of all that mess down there. Though you don't think he's going to leave and go to another school? Matthew? Yeah. Either way, he, yeah. he'll make it to the league. He'll get, you know, because they didn't, he ended it's, up, you do nothing. You end up it's doing time to come home. The program did home. nothing while you were there. But if Chris Beard gets there, he no, can still stay. I've seen Morrell on, on, I mean, he's on boards. Oh, okay. You think you come back? I don't know, bro. I'm not, I don't watch on this basketball. Maybe, there, it, maybe, maybe if I'm just making it, that if there's a chance to move into the first round, you come back at a program, you transfer to a, I know mm-hmm. what you're getting at, but if you're a second rounder, don't you go now that no, we've probably, seen Probably, yeah. Hey, unless, you, let, unless you feel you can play your way up. Less to leave him for two weeks. Well, I will say, here's what's interesting. As we know, the 2024 draft is bad. Weak. So you might talk yourself into, if I have a great year. That's what I say. You can make the case. And you could co- go back, right? So you And you pick your spot. You pick the program that's going to give you some minutes and a chance to shine and show that. If I was Morrell's agent, I would I, – because he feels like a guy who could actually go first in that draft. You know, if Bronny James is going 10. Well, that's a great point because of how weak that draft is. Yeah, like I could easily see him sneaking maybe into the, the back half of the first round. You know, if he's a second rounder right now, if he averages twenty a game somewhere like at Kansas or something, we've been tampering his whole career. What does Mikey Williams and no Matthew Morrell look like next year? Oh, that looks like a fun backcourt. Man, it's like a fun backcourt to me. Can Morrell play point? He can handle it if he needs to. Yeah. But what you know, because yeah, Mikey's the combo. Mikey's yeah, not really a point. You're kind of interchangeable there. That's 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 true. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I think that's a great backcourt. You know, I'm sure th- we know you're gonna need some experience next to Mikey. I mean, I know. I look. I, I've already put the bat signal out for Carl. Carl knows what's up. Carl knows that there's always a safe spot here in Memphis for Matt. You know, we, we support that 100. percent I'm not above tampering for you for well, local yeah, players. You, no, you do it. As, we you do it so much. We know you're not above it. Yeah. Well, and again, in fact, you thrive in that area. You you love it. Well, look. Here's the thing. If you want to know who's going to play for Memphis next year, watch AAC games and monitor the handshake line. You know, because you know, Penny be bringing the guys he wants next year in for the hug. <laughs> he 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 did that with somebody last night. I don't know. I can't. Oh, you know, I bet it was uh, Walton. I bet it was the Jaquan Walton kid that he kind of recruited here in Memphis. You know, but yeah, you know, Penny be uh, he he be planting them seeds, man, in the handshake line. Did what? How many years that big that was hurting them last night in the first half? Have Rojas? Yeah, yeah. What uh, what years he? I don't know. We'll take your players. Yeah, in the AAC, ruthless. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> when it comes, and, and, bro is a raider. You could make the point, like these transfers and set Kendrick Davis side, of course he's worked out, but yeah. Like it's worked out pretty good. Yeah. And, no, and, I mean, yeah. and if DeMario can continue to, you know, at a time you lose Keontae, right. And it looks like he's getting more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's working out in terms of the ones he had to he had to go get. That's exactly right. Yeah. Some of them he had to do on the fly. Emmanuel leads is, that uh, is, is doing some things. So. Man, that man. Wow. Is he the only transfer that Penny's brought in that really actually hasn't panned out? Because Elijah's panned. Every guy every guy he's brought in this year, I'd say, has panned out besides KO. Any other one that you can think of that didn't really work out in terms of a transfer? Landers t- tra- uh, t- panned out. DeAndre is, is, like, one of the best. 
Yeah. Kendrick is awesome. Like I I will say like Penny's mm-hmm. Penny's like you know his selection here is is pretty damn good when it comes to transfers. And I doubted him on McCadden, but McCadden is like the engine for this team, bro. They still won without him being especially good last night. He played 27 minutes, but five points, two rebounds. But yeah, but you know he does things. He Six just, turnovers. He just Elijah just does things. Oh, I'm with you. He had 20 yeah. in the second half against Houston. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. He, like even if it's not scoring, it's like he'll come up with like a rebound or yeah. a, a, a deflection. Mister do everything. Yeah. He's yeah. been super important for him. Oh, Canada. Uh, could be Chris Beard to Ole Miss. That'd be a fun program, by the way. Lane Kiffin and Chris Beard. I'm more excited about Matthew Morell and Mikey together. Whew, that is a. That's how what I came out of that segment feeling good about. Triple M's. Ooh wee. Triple M's. Mikey. Carl, where Matt you at? Morell. Come on, Carl. Come Can on. We, this is to get you in the first round. For, for sure. In you a know. week 2024 draft. NBA arena. You know Penny knows how to get you there. That's what he does. He just adds the polish. Look what he did for Grimes. Look what he did for Grimes. Grimes, what? He, he only had him for about six weeks. Yeah. Come on, man. Imagine a whole season. Look Imagine at how well Duran's playing. Like, he has you ready when you get there. Too ready. Too ready. Carl, just let me know. Man, we recruiting for Penny. We can facilitate. Again, I know we, you know, I am not above it, bro. I remember that. I've been trying to get like Matt Morelli in the like program a, for two years. Yeah, this feels like the old days. I, I was unsuccessful last go-around. You know, they didn't even entertain it. Which disappointed me. Carl said, get out of my face. We're about to have a big one down here in Oxford. Well, see what happened, Carl. I told you. I told you, I told you, I told well, you. Well, I don't blame him because we we both thought higher of Kermit that he would, you know. That was a mistake. Now, Kermit may a, be in the AAC next the whole next country season. at Tulane. It could be. Could be, man. I don't know. Uh, Matt McCall is going to join us, former UT chat, uh, UMass coach, uh, Field of 68, NBC Sports College basketball analyst. We're going to talk to him. Uh, about Penny Hardaway, Memphis, the NCAA tournament, the other jobs around the country. Lots to get to with him. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Uh, Matt McCall is going to join us when we come back. And, look, we're going to ask him uh, about a few things. He is he is one of the few national media members I have seen. Uh, he's sort of a media. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You remember now because he's out of coaching for the time being. But he's one of the few that I've seen that have like really like gone to bat for Penny. Um, and it's also weird. like You don't see a lot of guys in the, in the coaching industry do that anyway. Like These former coaches that get out of the league, or excuse me, out of, out of college and go into media, like – they mostly don't stand up 
or stick up for Penny, you know? Like, Seth Greenberg's tough on him a lot of the time, you know, like, as an example. Um, Fran Fraschilla has been tough on him at times, you Mark know? Mark uh, Mark Adams does. Mark Adams is a big fan because Mark Adams watches what's going on. You know, I, as I said, like, when I saw the, the chick from Barstool who is a, like, people, like, follow her. She's, like, a, a sort of a, a respected, quote-unquote, handicapper. When I saw her say that Penny Hardaway was a bad coach, I was like, who, who started this, you know, narrative? Like, where did this come from? I mean, you can say a lot of things about Penny. I'm not saying that he's, that he's perfect, and he does make some, you know, uh, bad decisions from time to time. He's not a bad coach, though. He's always had a really good defense, which is coached, you know, and now he's got a good offense, which is coached. Development-wise, like, he checks a lot of boxes. I'm not saying that he's a top 10 or top 15 coach in the country. I think he's pretty good, you know. You mentioned recruiting. Like, he's not a bad basketball coach. Like, sometimes, like, I wish he wouldn't press so much, like, because it just leads to easy offense for capable teams. But, like, we're taking, like, this is nitpicking here. You know, like, by and large, he schemes pretty well. Um, So I just don't know where that narrative started, and I'm glad that Matt McCall, who's got a national platform, is is, is sticking up for him because – I, I think some of it is just totally unwarranted. So we'll talk about that with him when we get back. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. It's Brad Carson here in studio with the show. Jason and John, I'm producing the show. For our friends at Betley, the Betley Sportsbook. It's spelled B-E-T-L-Y. It was the first in the state of Arkansas when they legalized it over a year ago, and now they have brought their terrific app to the state of Tennessee. And they understand the South, too. That's why they've got college baseball wagers on there that they've specifically put right on the front page just for Tennessee and Arkansas. So you can wager on those upcoming weekend games in college baseball. Also, uh, pro sports like the NBA, they've got an NBA boost. And if you go to the promotions tab, that's what I like. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.